1: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is Central Texas Life with Ann Harder.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Central Texas Life, and we're going to talk about one of my favorite nonprofits in the area, and that is Compassion Waco, used to be known as Compassion Ministries, and we've got Debbie Luce, who is the past president of the board, mm-hmm. and Amanda Santiago, yes. who, and that's a big name. It is a big and name. And it's a new it's last a, name. It
0: is, it <laughs> is, a little easier to pronounce my name before, but. Yeah, that's right, yep,
2: a little yep. bit, but uh, Amanda, of course, was with the, uh, we first met. Through uh, Greater Waco Chamber of mm-hmm. Commerce, Athena Awards, and all, all that that you know kind of got started under your, your wonderful leadership, and uh, went to a bank job, and now you're executive director, yes. taking over for the amazing Jill McCall, who for 23 years, has just done such an amazing thing with what we used to call Compassion Ministries, now rebranded to Compassion Waco. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, wonderful. Special events to raise money, but let's talk first about the mission of of what you do. And I, I love your motto: "is empowering families to build solid foundations." Yeah,
0: yeah. So we, um, you know, the the premise of what we do is transitional housing for families with children who are facing a homeless situation. Yeah. Um, but there's more to bringing a family in and. Um, And teaching them how to budget Um, our our families that come to us aren't coming to us in this situation because they didn't pay their bills on time. There's so much other deeper rooted things. Um, And so that that foundation really was either never founded well or it's really rocky and it's been broken. And so um, that's what that's what we do um, is bring them in and give them a safe place to rebuild, um, to heal, to learn. And all fronts, kind of holistically speaking, not just financially, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually, um, with their children, as parents, just relationally, and learning how to do life with other people, learning what support looks like, um, teaching them, you know, there's a a lot of traumas and situations that families come in with. So we're really, you know, just kind of arm in arm um, with them, journeying with them through this season to get them to a, a healthy place. And it's, it
2: is definitely a prescribed amount of time. Yes. It's six months.
0: Yes. Six months up to about 18 months. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that initial kind of set is six months. And then if a family is, they need a little bit more time. Because right. honestly, right. six months is really just not a whole lot of time, depending on your situation when you come in, that you have to rebuild. Right. right. So To start over. Right. Sure. Right. Yeah. So um, every family, their needs look different. Um, so mm-hmm. six months. 12 months may work and but 18 months is about the max that we'd like to like to help our families
2: mm-hmm. and this is not this is not emergency housing right. at all
0: no no um which there's just not we're the only um organization in the central texas area that does what we do and there simply isn't enough emergency housing for families with children um, so we get calls all the time. They yeah. they need something tonight. We have to kind of outsource and and do our best to help them, um, but we aren't emergencies. So if someone needs has an immediate need, we mm-hmm. aren't the place for them. We have an application that folks have to go through, um, and then we have a wait list. There are so many sure. families in our community that um, that are in great need that we have a wait list regularly. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Debbie, I you know I always say I wish. Groups like this didn't have to exist. It wouldn't yeah. be great if you could just
3: that would be wonderful put yourself
2: out of business. But yeah. you've been involved with uh, compassion for a long time,
3: uh, probably about twenty years. Yeah, good, good <laughs> of course, good, because Jill McCall was my good friend. There a you good go, good friend of Jill. And <laughs> well, you can't it's such tell a wonderful no mission. To, I mean, yeah. yeah, exactly. I was yeah so honored to do so, but,
2: but you keep coming back, <laughs> and then True. you become the president of the board. So yeah, I mean that's a big commitment for you.
3: Yes, but, I mean, it's well worth my time to, to be involved. And this year I'm chairing the banquet, which yeah. we are bringing back after all the COVID years, where we did an at-home banquet, mm-hmm. which worked well. But we thought it's time to bring our folks together. People want to get
2: back together. Right.
3: And just, you know, get everybody invigorated again, be, you know, excited about what's happening down at Compassion. So it'll be a, a great evening to be able for Amanda to get up and tell right. them what's going on so down there. So it'll be, be
2: your formal in in a way an introduction exactly. right. to the community at large exactly. because you've been in this role for about a year. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. which is which is good and it and it was quite of a learning curve I bet.
0: Well, absolutely. Um <laughs> I, I mean I have a a lot of experience in nonprofit things, right. a business background, also a lot of governmental work. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Coming in I'm to a new organization, this it's taken some time. It's taken some cultural change. It's taken some staffing, you know, things. And so, um, but we're we're learning and going, and God is honoring all of that. And so, it's really good.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah when I would talk to uh, to Jill, I loved uh, hearing about the things that her change. And you can see you over the years because mm-hmm. of Debbie, your long involvement with it, from a point where they didn't have. An actual residential facility for them. We'll talk about that. You know those days of Gosh, getting get together to there in Austin. When Hope
0: House was built. So you- so compassion became compassion in uh, in ninety four. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then Jill came on board in ninety nine, mm-hmm. and Hope House we we opened um, Hope House in two thousand two. Yeah. which is 12 apartments, and then we have a second section, which we call Hope House 2, and there's a, an additional two apartments, and that opened mm-hmm. a couple years later. So mm-hmm. we've been what you see as Compassion since 2002.
2: Yeah, so and it had been a, a hotel, a motel or something there, uh, about uh, 18th, 19th, and... 14th. 14th and 14th
0: Austin? and Austin. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not right. sure what that building
0: was
2: before. What was it? I, I mean, I thought it was. Anyway... I am not sure. But to, to provide a home because you really want to have that home-like atmosphere and the ours. apartments
3: have that feel right. yeah. and each apartment and you can talk to this has a set of people that are in charge of that apartment mm-hmm. like churches different mm-hmm. groups of people that so to sponsor it or, exactly yeah. exactly uh-huh. and amanda can tell you all that they do for the apartment uh, when they move into the apartment you know that they're you go out and buy food for them. I mean, they've mm-hmm. got food for a couple of weeks when they oh. walk in the door. Yeah. I mean, it feels homey. There's, yeah. you know, colorful comforters and towels and anything that you would need. They just walk in the door. I mean, toiletries, right. cleaning supplies. Anyway, it's, yeah. it's such yeah. a great thing. The apartments are fully furnished. So when a
0: family um, comes into our program, often they have little... Or, or nothing, and so the apartments are fully furnished um, with linens, toiletries, food, furniture, um, and we do heavily rely on community support um, to help us do all of that because that's a very costly um, and time-consuming, you know, part of our program. But it's super important that when our families come in, we want it to feel like home. We want them to feel safe. We want them to know that they are loved, um, and and that's really what they experience when they come in mm-hmm.
2: so. and this is something for families Absolutely. but not necessarily in single women with right. kids or a child but it, men too i mean it's
0: right right it is um we are for families mm-hmm. there are other programs in the community that you know um would help a single person mm-hmm. there just aren't many places that are able to house families and so that's really kind of where our niche is um, and this could be a single mom it could be a single dad it could be a two-parent family it could be a grandmother that has custody of grandchildren oh, wow. yeah. um, and so we do see the whole array of of different variations of families
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure even in the relatively short period of time you've been there you have seen some success stories. Oh yeah. I mean I loved I loved quizzing Jill about that. Yeah, yeah. You yeah.
0: Um, you know, that's so there there are success stories and not everybody's ready for the program and that's the hard part, right? Oh really? Um Well because some folks come and they're just in a in a we're in a moment of desperation, right? Yeah. But then our our program isn't a walk walk in the park. We're it's not just no, an yeah. apartment. And um, they're they're wow. assigned to a case manager. They're working on a service plan, um, helping, you know, to identify obstacles that are preventing them from being in the community in a more of a stable environment. And mm-hmm. so they're they're working really hard on budgeting things and education pieces and job still Scott job skills, training things. Mm-hmm. Um, they're working on spiritual development and just different avenues of really, like I said earlier, holistically making their life more stable. Um, so, but yes, when we have folks that come in and they get it and they're ready, um, and they work their program, that's, It And that one just glimpse of hope makes Um, all of the hard times worth it. Um, So we have, um, gosh, just in my tenure, we've got several families that have gone through the program successfully. um, They're in their own, not only their own home, you know, uh, or their own apartment, Mm -hmm. um, but they are... Thriving in their workplace and getting raises and promotions, and their children are in the same school, um, which is huge uh, because when we're talking about a family that's living a very transient, um, unknown, kind of chaotic life, children are in and out of schools or not at school at all. And so that's hard for them to develop socially and even educationally, right? Mm -hmm. So those are huge wins when we get to walk with a family who then can place it successfully and we talk with them six months, a year, two years later and they're still thriving and putting those skill sets and things that they um, that they learned in the program. They're putting those things to practice and it's evident in their in their life.
2: Yeah. Coach W you spent many years on the Waco ISD mm-hmm. Board of Trustees mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. saw firsthand the challenges a lot of families have um, in the in the schools. And you know, it really I think it's almost an unknown thing to a lot of People, how many folks are students that are couch surfing, right? Absolutely, living in in really desperately, as you say, transient Mm -hmm. circumstances. Mm
3: -hmm. Yes, and so I'm, you know, Amanda sees that a compassion, being able to help those families that otherwise, you know, would not have a stable place to live, and being so helpful, getting the children the services that they need, not just getting them in schools, but everything else. That I'm sure you help them yeah. with as well. Medical, right?
0: Um, you know, dental care. If oh they yeah, don't glasses have, if they need absolutely. whatever. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. School supplies, clothing. All um, of those just aspects. All of just those think. things.
2: So. If, if they're already in a school somewhere and then they're accepted into the program, can they stay? Will WISD let them stay in their original school? Depends. How does that work? Because yeah. you are, you know, in downtown White. Right, absolutely. So
0: we are WISD. Right. Um, but for instance, we have a couple of families um, in different school districts because that's where their home district was. They were already right, in right. a La Vega or a Midway or, uh-huh. or whatever first. Right. Um, and yes, there there's, a, there's kind of a covering there for them. And as long as that school district has the means to bust them to and from then they absolutely um, are welcome and encouraged to stay they've already kind of built that relationship and that routine right right at least there's something that's stable for them Mm -hmm. in that environment Um, but we work closely with the different school districts WIC in particular um, but with those different liaisons to help navigate through that get buses set up for children um, so that they can be bused back and forth
2: Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. well because their their education is so crucial Um, there there are kind of a, a sort of a list of requirements that you have you know, yeah. we've made it clear it's not, you know, oh, an abused wife suddenly needs a place to go. Right. She's leaving this, right. you know, person. It's That's not what this is. Right, right. So it's somebody, something you apply for and they're accepted. Um, but what are some of the requirements you have for right.
0: it? Right. We we do see folks come from um, out of situations, like yeah, you mentioned, um, and maybe they've gotten services at another community partnership mm-hmm. um, and they're kind of waiting. So we do partner with like the Family Abuse Center or Sally's House, um, Care Net. And so folks that are receiving services and those programs often do come to mm-hmm. us afterwards. Um, but really, the initial criteria is a family. So they have to have children. Under the age of eighteen in their custody, Uh, we're a drug and alcohol free program, so they have to not only that could
2: often be the, you know, source Mm -hmm. of
0: the problem. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Which with underlying things with that, but um, they not only have to be able to pass a drug test at intake but then throughout their entire tenure Good. in the program mm-hmm. you, you um
2: really hold them accountable for
0: y- yes ma'am lifestyles right because that's part of what we're wanting to help them do is build yeah. stability and sustainability and healthiness um so that they're able to raise their family the best way that god created them to do mm-hmm. um and then really the other piece is um We do background checks, and so often uh, we see a wide variety of folks with different types of charges um, because that's also what we do is we're a place to rebuild, right? right? And often families that have a history, um, they've been shunned or their other services aren't applicable to them. They're not available to them, and so we serve as that. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing that we typically don't allow is um, uh, assault charges or some type of weapons, charge, and um, otherwise, just about anything else. Yeah. Um, we we kind of navigate through. It's all case by case, um, but also then the I guess the next really biggest piece is they're required to work while yeah. they're in our program, um, and they're required to pay rent, and so that's all part of building sustainability and um, being able to be independent. Yeah. And so um, they it's have. a
2: reasonable rent. Yes. I yes. You, but. Yes, there is money involved.
0: Absolutely. Uh, One of the really cool things, though, that we do um, is once they've completed the program, if they've done all of the things successfully, Mm -hmm. they're eligible to receive up to half of that rent back when they complete the program. Mm -hmm. Um, So if a family is paying, um, you know, $600 a month in rent, then they're eligible to receive up to 300 of that back when they leave. And that's to Help them build a savings. It's to help them buy necessities for their new place, first and last month's rent, that type of thing. So, um, so that's a really unique perk, I guess, to to the program. And doing the work is you're you're not going to find anywhere where you're going to get rent for three hundred dollars a month, you know, no. um, ever. So uh, we we do kind of base their rental amount on their income with a, Mm -hmm. with a minimum and a max. Um, and it's very, very affordable compared to what the rest of the community looks like. Right. Um, so we work with them also in different, just to utilize different resources around the community, um, that are available to them to help them get into housing, Mm -hmm. um, you know, more permanent housing when they leave our program. Right.
2: So you, um, have, a lot of volunteers, Debbie, I want to talk to you about about volunteers as you know you yourself have been for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, we know Jill kind of drew you to that. but but what other volunteer type work have you done and and what are the needs there for volunteers?
3: Well, I was an apartment host for many years. Yeah. just actually gave that up this year after doing it for I don't know twenty something years, mm-hmm. which was so fun. Uh, So you met a lot of people through the years. There was a group of five of us. And Uh we would, you know, when someone would move out, we would go and we would, you know, buy all new stuff and go in there and even try to find out the ages of the children that were coming in and maybe put a football or a stuffed toy or something, you know, special for that particular child in the, the apartment. So when they came in, they saw something fun yeah so um i did that basically i've worked on the banquet <laughs> all these years yeah, you've done, you've yeah done. i've done that a lot so um you know there's just there's many opportunities to to volunteer down there and just serving on the board i've been there for six years now on the board i volunteered before i was on the board mm-hmm. but uh anyway it's just you know, well, it's so worthwhile i
2: know on the website there's a place to to volunteer a little mm-hmm. button you can
1: mm-hmm.
2: push and and I'm sure there's, you know, lots of different ways, depending on the amount of time and resources. Absolutely.
0: If you are a willing, able body, we will put you to work. (laughs) Uh, No, there are lots of opportunities. Well, I mean, even,
2: even... child care maybe I yes don't know. yes yeah. we have
0: um, child care in the evenings and so we're always trying to re- recruit volunteers um, for that we have different opportunities throughout just kind of the daytime hours with administrative pieces and um, we have a clothes closet also oh. on site and so when a family comes in or especially like when the seasons change and we've been wearing you know warmer clothes and now it's getting a little bit cooler so we try to provide things for our family so we always need um, volunteers and to help organize our clothes closet. But there's a wide variety of different ways mm-hmm. to get involved. Um, we have several service groups that come in about once a month. And so we do different service projects on site, usually on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, anything from painting to yard work to organizing closets um you know just like storage things that we have on site or more hands-on things with families and we have volunteers that oversee um, our financial literacy programs um and are just our different kind of mental health program pieces and so there's there's you name it, if God's placing it on your heart and it's not on our list on the website, you are welcome to reach out and we will make it <laughs> we will happen. Yeah, exactly. We will make it happen. Make, make
2: something happen. Absolutely. Uh, well, we, we talked about you know the fundraising and uh, excited about this coming February. The uh, luau that is uh, going to be an amazing, fun dance mm-hmm. with the morticians that our friend Van Davis uh, organizes. Anyway, that's coming up on February 10th. And compassion waco one of the one of the beneficiaries of that so that's gonna be fun so we'll
3: yeah. that all be, be, be together
2: yet again um but debbie let's talk about some of the ways you do raise money because this this takes money
3: it, exactly so the the banquet is uh november the 14th it's on a tuesday night and so it'll be at the carling bright arboretum and we have sold tables for that so that's one raised Obviously, we raise money another way and that is exciting and a lot of people love blooming gals Kim ceasing in blooming gals floral does a deal for us every year, and I've brought some flowers here today oh, to get to Ann. Oh, thank you. Yes, it's you're welcome. So <laughs> you that's need, a, no, I'm that's, a flower girl. She is a flower <laughs> girl. I know that. She knows all <laughs> the names of the flowers, so you'll have to tell me what these are because I'm not that. But anyway, uh, Kim came to me, oh, I bet it's probably been 10 or 12 years ago with yeah. this idea. She said, uh-huh. I have an idea. Uh, people will pay an amount of money, which this cost $300 for the year. Mm-hmm. And you get a $50 arrangement from Blooming Gals once a month for 12
2: months. For $300? Yes. $300.
0: $300. It's a steal.
3: It's a $600 value. If you, $50 yeah. times 12 is $600 if really? you just went and bought it. So, yes, you get a, this is a prototype of the flowers you uh-huh. would get once a month, and they designate a particular week of the month that is, and this is it right now, Compassion Week, where you get to go from Tuesday to Friday all day long and pick out a flower arrangement that they've made, and Compassion will get to keep $120 out of the 300 of the $300 donation so you pay comp- you pay compassion $300 and we retain one hundred twenty dollars out of that three hundred. That's great. And yeah. so, basically, Kim's just—you know—she's not obviously making. She's not anybody making yet. any money. She's like kind of going deal. in the hole because flowers have gotten so expensive. Oh, I know.
2: everything has gotten. But expensive. anyway, she's
3: just been delightful. They're so great to work with, and she's wonderful—just mm-hmm. such a com- community partner yeah. to do this for us. So, if anybody is interested in doing this Bloomingdale's deal, it will start in December. Okay. So you can call okay. Compassion. Mm-hmm you know do a credit card over the phone or send a check in they'll put you on the list and then you can be a a compassion blooming gals flower person for the year that
2: is really yeah. cool that is yeah, it's, that a, it's and, a cool fundraising idea to Kimberly for that yeah Kim,
3: yeah she's been great what doing a great for community us. partner yes. Yeah, she's been awesome so
2: many events that mm-hmm. provides the flowers right, for she it does. and she's it's, yeah, it just really adds to adds mm-hmm. to the event mm-hmm. well it's it's going to be going to be a wonderful event i'm looking forward to being here yes, yes and,
3: uh, and, and, and seeing for us yeah so. it's been a while since yeah, i since i have yeah. and well we I, haven't had it since i know i haven't had it in a while
2: so. and I, mike's gonna be a waiter yes, yes whatever you yes. need him to do uh-huh. he's more than happy to do that yes. um want to i think we're going to cover a lot of things that i wanted to talk about for sure um but i want to end with my little questionnaire uh, that was something that uh, you've done it before, haven't you? Mm-hmm. So do Probably. you remember what you answered the question? No, I, no I, I don't. What your question is? And I can. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be. I new. can assure you, I don't remember what you said. <laughs> but this is what, if you remember, inside the actor studio, mm-hmm. James Lipton would ask these, and it was based on some some French dude came up with. Anyway. So this is my take on these questions. Debbie, I'm going to ask you, <laughs> your microphone is trying to it, it keep, it keeps, Yeah, yeah. It keeps moving. creeping up. Like there you whoop. go. Yeah, you might need to hold it. I don't know. Uh, yeah. There you go. It's like, it's <laughs> I just what? noticed it it's, was it's coming on, it was on your deck. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. I'm going to ask both of you these questions. What is your favorite word? And I'll start with you, Debbie. Favorite word. Oh, word. Just a word. Favorite word. Uh-huh. Favorite word. Uh, how about love?
0: good
2: mm-hmm. um dream ooh that's good too that's a good mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. yeah least favorite word i'll start with you amanda
3: um no maybe <laughs> <laughs> okay. I no like any 2 year olds yeah uh negative yeah. I don't yeah like anything negative yeah
2: what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? I start with Debbie.
3: Doing something to make somebody else's life better.
2: Yeah, and you've done that <laughs> since I've known you.
0: <laughs> um, gosh, I would say probably very similarly. And um, just um, making, making someone else aware of their potential um and all that they have yeah. available within them to be who they desire to be who god has called them to be and so yeah. that comes in different ways right? i kind of
2: you know a picture comes to my mind of somebody kind of like this and then mm. they're just mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah what turns you off creatively yeah. spiritually or emotionally
3: Yo, go ahead. Either one. I don't don't, like anybody that thinks they're better than anybody else. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to say that in in a more -hmm. concise way, but.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Maybe arrogance. (laughs)
2: Arrogance. Sort of just an arrogant attitude or air. I (laughs) I can think of some crude (laughs) ways to describe that, but I won't say it.
0: It's probably best, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Um, for me, yes, absolutely arrogance. But I think um, just a closed mindedness yeah, mm-hmm. um, is super hard to navigate through if there's no willingness to budge or to be open to a mm-hmm. different, to yeah. exploring anything different.
2: Yeah, my way uh, or the highway right. kind yeah. of right. attitude. Right. Yeah. What sound do you love the most? Oh. The ocean. Yeah,
0: yeah, I've heard that a lot. Yeah, the ocean, peace and quiet. Because I don't get much of that <laughs> ever. Of that? Yeah, yeah. Um, just when not. it's silent.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I like birds chirping. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Sound of nature. That's good. Mm. What sound do you hate?
3: Mm. Like horns honking. Yeah, it's a irritating. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: I hate to be honked at. Was like, <laughs> yeah, like, so I like, what did I do? I what happened? Wrong. Wrong I'm sorry, I did something wrong. <laughs> I didn't
0: need to. Hmm, a sound that I don't like. Um, <laughs> maybe like screeching on the chalkboard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Or, that's or probably
3: smacking, my top one. Or smacking, the chewing Just, and smacking. Oh, yeah. yeah. Smacking, like yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I don't like that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, What other profession would you have liked to try?
3: Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was a teacher for a very, I know, quick right, moment. Right. What else would I like to try? I think I would have liked to be a realtor. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We know some pretty fine. successful ones. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, I think that would have been. They fine. make it look
2: easy, though. Yeah. Something tells me
3: it's probably not as easy as it looks. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like yeah. people, and you know that that's kind of a people job. Yeah. So. Yeah, you don't would. Know. Yeah,
2: you would be very good anyway, at that. Anyway, I could I see I've that. about that. Okay. What about you, Amanda?
0: I don't know. Um, well, you've done a lot of different things. Yes. I, I have done a lot of different things. <laughs> but honestly, Anne, this is my absolute dream job. That's neat. Isn't that um, awesome? I love to hear it, that. It absolutely is. Because it's not easy. As no, hard I as, hard as it is. Um,
3: but but it, I knew uh, I headed the search committee. I knew Amanda had a heart for this kind of work. Right. But you'd have to have a heart for it to do it. Mm-hmm.
0: Right.
2: You're
3: it's certainly not going to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. I, now, Now, right. I'll be honest. I have said, God, are you sure? Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> is this really my calling? <laughs> no, I take it back. This is not what I want to do, you know. Um, but that's that's Everybody just, has those, Yeah, those that's days. just in life Absolutely. in general, right? So, yeah, I don't know that um, this is by far my favorite. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay, well, then what job do you know you would not want to do?
3: Mm. Wow. Think about that. Hmm. I don't know. I admire police officers, but I don't know that I could do that. Yeah. Mm. Maybe. I mean, I think very highly of them, but yep. uh, I don't know that I could do that.
2: Yeah, to put that gun on every day yeah. and not I mean, know if you're coming home.
3: They're awesome. I mean, to it, be right. able to, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I don't understand. Mm-hmm the negative attitude about law enforcement because oh. they are they're what yeah keep us in us sane Exactly. Society.
3: Wonderful people. I just don't know that I'd have yeah. that in me to do that. Yeah. But I admire that's
2: them. Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't want to be a cop. What about you?
0: I would not want to drive the school bus. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> I would not that
2: that's are not my <laughs> cup of tea. <laughs> Mm-mm. That's so funny. I have a friend in, so up fun. in the Dallas area, and he he dri- He's you know, as a retiree, has been driving a bus for years, and he loves it. And really? he, he jokes with the kids, yeah. and you know, I my hat's off to he somebody. Must have some good kids. Like that. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> no, he's he's got some stories. Got to learn to
3: love them, you know. <clears throat> but
2: yeah, it's you, you gotta have them.
3: Absolutely, mm-hmm.
0: but I'll take what God called me to on this side. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: okay so last question okay. when you arrive at the pearly gates what do you want to
0: hear god say mm.
3: come on in
0: <laughs> i um you know this is uh this is also a fear of mine to not live um even though i just told you this is my most favorite my absolute dream job to not live to the full potential and do the things that God has called me to do in that. And so the reverse of that is meeting him face to face and for him to say, I'm proud of you. You, you did it, right? Um, not just an actions based, but um, to know that, that's, that I've, I've lived a life that was fulfilled mm-hmm. of the purpose that he had for me. So,
2: Well yeah. said.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you both so much yeah thanks yeah compassion waco and you can go to your website Mm -hmm. absolutely uh, there's a place to click on and give if you would like to do that That would be wonderful but um appreciate both of you and all all that you do for the community and what you do for these families you know one family at a time but seeing their lives change has just got to mean a lot it's fantastic
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it's Mm -hmm. totally fantastic um,
2: all right. We thank appreciate. you. Debbie Luce, Amanda yeah. Seminiago. Sure. I like yeah. saying your name. Nice. That's yeah. great, isn't it? <laughs> Congratulations. She's a newlywed, that's why. Yes. Oh, yes you're yes. going to be a newlywed probably for two or three more years. Probably. Right? At least. Okay. <laughs> probably. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, thank you for being with us. We'll see you again next time on Central Texas Life. Bye-bye.
1: Central Texas Life with Ann Harder is part of the Rogue Media family. Be sure to check out our other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. Please rate this show five stars on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Life with Ann Harder. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.